plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Katie, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, if you would like to advertise your company, product or service on the Opinions Matter podcast, why not get in touch with us? Every month, we have over a quarter of a million listens to our podcast. Every week, over 30,000 people listen to us on all podcast platforms, not to mention the 2 million plus who engage with us on Facebook every single month. Now, advertising on the Opinions Matter podcast is ideal for smaller companies who may not be able to afford to advertise on traditional media like radio or the newspapers. So, if you would be interested, please contact Sean in SMK Marketing by email. The email address there is opinionsmattershow at smkmarketing.ie. Opinionsmattershow at smkmarketing.ie. Or you can WhatsApp us directly on 085 825 2626 and we will send you back the details of how you can advertise with Opinions Matter. Now, what do we want to talk about today? Well, it's a message that we got from a lady called uh, Becca. And I want you to have a listen to it. It's very self-explanatory, to be honest. My name is Becca, and I need to highlight something on your show that has me and some neighbours absolutely livid. Me and my fiancé just bought a new house in a new build estate in Dublin. We moved in in June. Last week, a load of Ukrainian refugees were moved in. They got four of the 12 houses on my road. I'm absolutely sick of foreigners and refugees getting everything for nothing. Me and my fellow work our arses off for our house and people walk off a plane and get it for nothing. Myself and a few neighbours are planning to complain to Fingal County Council, but I know some people on the road think we are being selfish and begrudging. I don't even care. I just, uh, it's just not right. Uh, just want to know how your listeners feel about this and what they would do. It's totally unfair, in my humble opinion, says um, Becca. Katie, what do you uh, think? I have to say she's a bloody cheek. Oh. We're talking about uh, people who have been uh, brought to Ireland. We extended the hand of friendship to uh, Ukrainian refugees. Um, they have to be uh, housed somewhere. Their country is in bits with uh, war. And now uh, this lady is saying, oh, no, I don't want them living near me. Like, what, what gives? I, I can kind of see your point, if I'm honest. I think, you know, <clears throat> when you're working really hard for something, and maybe it is a bit of a grudgery, and people are being given it for nothing. I do understand her point. Now, I guess we have to help these people. They are, you know, they are fleeing. Well, we, 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 we committed to, to help. Yeah, which I don't have a problem with. But there are also people on the housing list for years here in Ireland living in hotel rooms and emergency accommodation. What's happening there? These houses weren't available for them before the war broke out. So why all of a sudden are these houses suddenly available? That's what I don't understand. You see, I, I, I don't really see what the issue is. People are being housed. It doesn't. It shouldn't matter what their nationality is. Um, people are being housed. Yeah, but I think what the, what I'm getting from her point is is that where I would agree with her is that people are on the housing list for years. Where why aren't you know should there not be a pecking order? We're not. I'm not saying don't help them. Well, should they not so we leave the Ukrainians in hotels, basically. Is that what you're saying? That's what they're doing with Irish people. 
Yeah, no, I understand that. And I don't know um, how, what way Ukrainians are, are being housed. Um, and we, we have to take this woman at face value. We have to take it that these are Ukrainian refugees uh, that are being housed there. But I, I, I just don't get what the issue is. We committed as a country to um, take in Ukrainians. If you remember when the war started, it was, oh, God, love them all, the poor Ukrainians. Come on over, come on over, you're welcome. And we literally threw our arms open to them. Mm-hmm. And now, a year and a half later, we're saying, ah, well, they can live in tents or I they can live in hotels. When you see the housing list being disregarded and all of a sudden these houses are available, I mean, how long, how long, how long have they been saying that we're in the middle of a housing crisis? No, we, are, no in the, we yes. are in a housing crisis. And how long I agree. have they saying that we don't have houses to help anybody on the housing list? But now suddenly there are houses available. Yeah. Why? Because they're being built. They're being built. Houses are being built. Slowly but surely, houses are being built. The, the, the point is, um, I, I just don't understand what our issue is. Um, if somebody is being housed by the council, what's the issue? If you're on the housing list, I think you'd feel very differently. If you were living in a hotel uh, down the road and there were four nice houses there and you've been on the housing list for 10 years, living in a hotel room with your kids and someone, as the girl who messaged just said, gets off a plane, gets a house. I think you would be very resentful. There's nobody just getting off a plane and getting a house. Well, Adrian, they've come in when? A year ago? Two, two a year years and a half ago. ago a year yeah. and a half ago. And there are Ukrainian refugees being housed in Ireland. Yes, no, I'm aware of that. And there, in the meantime, there are people who are on the housing list 10 years plus 10 years, more than 10 years, and they're still in hotel rooms. Porik, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Porik? Good afternoon, Adrian. Well, Porik, what do you make of, uh, of that message from Becca? She is annoyed that Ukrainians are being moved into her housing estate, basically. Yes, well, it's, well, it's obviously it's not just the Ukrainians, uh, Adrian, but the, given that we're talking about the Ukrainians, but here's my gripe. Uh, if, I, if I went, I took my family to Ukraine, Pakistan or Nigeria, what benefits would they afford me as an Irish family or any Irish family? What would you get? So, okay, the, the, the lady who contacted us um, is, is talking about complaining. We threw our borders open to Ukrainians at the start of yes. uh, their horrific war, so they have to be housed somewhere. Well, uh, as, you, as, you, as you're well aware, uh, Mr. O'Gorman sent out a, an email in several different languages to, to, say, to tell them they'll get a, a front door key after four months. Now, I mean, as you, as you just alluded to, a lot of Irish people have been waiting... 15, 20 years for a house and, and they couldn't couldn't get one apparently. But uh, apparently now, if, if you're non-Indigenous to this land, you get everything handed to you. Okay, do you not believe, uh, and um, uh, for the pur- purpose of this conversation, I'm not going to talk about um, international protection um, applicants. We're talking okay. about Ukrainians, okay? And Ukrainians yeah. are legally here. They have the same rights as uh, EU citizens, even though Ukraine is not in the EU. That well, is something that uh, our government agreed to. Um, do you think we should just turf the Ukrainians back out again? No, well, I be honest with you, but let's put it this way. And these people are never going. Let's let's get one thing into our thick heads. These people are never going back to Ukraine because they've died and gone to heaven. Uh, they've found a panacea. Ireland is a welfare wonderland. The children make friends. They're going to turn into teenagers. They're going to say, "Oh, mammy, I don't want to go back there. Why would you want to go back to a war-torn country if it's still war-torn? Uh, even though a lot of parts of it are not, as we all know. But given the fact that these people are going nowhere, they've they've, they've they've got a taste of the lifestyle in Ireland now. They're never going back." 
at the end of the day, uh, why would you go back to nothing when you have all the benefits here? Forget about go- even going to work. Only, only, only fools work in this country unless you're on about 50k a year. Because you get more nearly as, as much in benefits with a load of children. Everybody knows that. Only, only fools work in this country. All, all the benefits in this country, we are the second. Do you realise we're the second, next to Germany, the second highest country in the world for benefits? I have to agree uh, somewhat there, Padraig, because I do agree or I do believe that people who don't work are a lot of them, not all of them, but there are a lot of people ripping the piss and us workers are paying for it. What's that got to do with Ukrainians exactly. in a housing no, estate it's, in it's, Dublin? It all comes down under the same thing. The system just isn't fair. The system isn't fair. Why okay, should they, they, I pay for, for Anto to sit in his bollocks playing the PlayStation at four o'clock in the day? Why yeah. should somebody who's living in a hotel room for the last okay, 15 years... Okay, that's a separate conversation. Why should somebody who's living in a hotel room for the last 15 years be... Basically, overlooked. there is nobody living in a hotel room for the last fifteen years. Well, ten years. Okay, there isn't. Comment earlier on somebody who's living in emergency accommodation for the last almost ten years. All right, um, Porik. Let me ask you then: Where it comes to Ukrainian refugees, do you want us to withdraw our offer and send them all back home? Well, I, I just uh, there's one thing I would say in their favour. Um, they actually are fleeing a war-torn country. That's very very obvious. But a lot of the I know you didn't want to mention international protection, but these guys are coming in supposedly fleeing wars all over the world and leaving the women and children to die. Now, anyway, half a brain cell realizes that's not the case. They're just coming here for the okay. Uh, but again, as you said, as, as you as you said, I don't want to talk about uh, international uh, protection applicants. I want to talk about Ukrainians. And as I said a year and a half ago, uh, we all felt so sorry for them that Russia had invaded their country, and God love them. They were being bombed left, right and centre and we, the Irish, said bring them over here. You can come into Ireland, you can come into Europe and we uh, invited them to come to this country. Is I just uh, Adrian? No, the point I was about to make is I, I just feel that that goodwill is now gone. That because, because, yeah, we want to help but I think the goodwill is gone because like that people are being given homes while people are while others are staying in hotel rooms. But we knew this was going to happen when we invited me, Ukrainians to come and let's stay say here. You lived in a hotel, and like I said, somebody got a house. A Ukrainian person got a house down the road from the hotel you are staying in. Do not tell me that you would not be resentful or angry. And if you say you wouldn't be, so you are, are we? Are, what you're saying then is, Hello. if you're Ukrainian. Uh, you can come over here, but you're going to have the shittest accommodation of the lot. No, but, but I mean, there's there's P- Irish people living in it for years. It's not shit accommodation. It's better than being blown up in a war. Do you know what I mean? Keep them, give them a good warm place, a, a bed to lie in, you know, food, keep them safe. But there is, there should be a priority list here. And it, the longer you're on the housing list, you should be first, first on, first off. End of story. Simple as. Some people turn down a property. But then that's their own business. Then give it to a Ukrainian person. But give it How to... How do you know that that didn't happen in this I'm, case? I'm not talking about, you know, I don't care what nationality you are on the housing list. So this doesn't come down to nationality. I just think it has to be fair. How is it that someone else can come into the country and get something ahead of you when you've been waiting with, in a hotel room with your kids for 10 years? Or okay, Porik, what would you like to see being done then with the Ukrainians that we invited to come and stay in this country? Well, just before we go there, uh, Katie is right because uh, my sister works in a hospice in Harrow's Cross. Everybody knows it. There's a lovely Indian uh, carer in there. And she said to my sister recently, no foreigner would be put before an indigenous person in India. They are not. They're put second. That's the way it should be, second place. But no, in this country, it's the opposite. So what do you want us to do with Ukrainians who we invited to come and stay here? Well... I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Adrian. We, we, Ireland has an opt-out clause. 
to this and for international protection and for you we could have said no like that like other countries have we could have said no but the, the government decided not to uh, go ahead with this opt-out clause. So you, you can check that out as well from, from the Freedom of Information Act. Ireland has an opt-out clause, but decided not to use it. We've been hoodwinked and our intelligence has been assaulted when they, when they come out with this mantra, all the mainstream politicians, we have, an, we have our international and moral, they say moral. Once you hear moral, that means they're do-gooders. In, they have no obligations. They have, they have an opt-out clause. Their obligation should be to, to the Irish people, but they've decided to put foreign nationals before their own people. Okay, stay there for a second, Porrick, if you can, please. Our number is 0858252626. Marika, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Marika. Hello, Adrian. Hi. Now, Marika, what did you want to say on this? Oh, Adrian, I'm not going to present myself well on this because I'm so angry. It's rare that I get angry and it's rare that I get so angry that I'm shaking, but I am shaking now when I hear some of these comments. Right, as far as Ukrainians are concerned, they didn't want to leave Ukraine. They were forced to leave Ukraine. They've left behind good homes, good jobs, families. They've left behind a life. They didn't choose to leave Ukraine. They didn't choose to go to Ireland, England, Germany, Poland, this is not their fault and it's not their choice. And I'm sorry, um, I actually do feel very, very strongly about this. And I literally am shaking here. I'm shaking with anger. When I hear some of these comments, they've got uh, free this and free that and free the other. They don't have that system in Ukraine. People work for whatever they've got, they work. They don't take benefits. They don't take free anything. That's not a culture that's going on in Ukraine. I know Ukrainian refugees over here. Yeah, no, Marika, nobody's... No, 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 Katie, I've really got to say this. Okay. I know Ukrainian refugees over here who have left behind professional jobs. I'm talking about being scientists, being teachers. They've left behind those jobs in Ukraine to flee for their lives. They've taken jobs over here in England. Strange that the English can't take these jobs, and it's the same situation in Ireland, but these Ukrainians have taken them. I know a lady who has two degrees, two degrees in Ukraine. She's now doing a cleaning job in a hotel, and she was happy to have it. Her husband was working 12-hour night shift in a plastics factory because he isn't able to be behind in Ukraine and fight. Okay, but Marika, to play play devil's advocate here, you know, I understand Ukrainians are really hardworking people. Any Ukrainians I've met are absolutely lovely. And, you know, they're really happy to kind of, the kids play with all Irish kids and it's lovely. They they get into the community and they get involved and they're really, really nice. But you have to see from the point of view of the Irish people, I think, in in this case, where people are on the housing list for years. It's also... Uh, medical cards I mean there's people working who can't afford 70 quid to go to the freaking doctor so they're putting off getting lumps and bumps checks because 70 quid for a three minute consultation just is not worth okay, these not are all eating. completely different conversations well, hang on they a all minute. come under hang, the same thing on. they they're all not. come under the same they're thing not. they're they not they do come under the listen same listen here Casey Casey Katie, that's the Irish problem. And I'm not against Irish people. I'm half Ukrainian and half Irish. So I can see it from both points of view. This is a problem that Ireland has had for years and years and years. And if people want to protest against about anything, 
there's two places that they can go to in Dublin alone. One is the Doyle and the other is the yeah, Ru- no, Russian embassy. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, definitely. This is not down to Ukrainians or anybody yeah, else. I, this is an Irish problem. Okay, when yeah. you hear somebody, uh, the message that we read out at the start, begrudging Ukrainian refugees uh, being uh, placed in uh, council-owned property, what do you think of that? What I think, Adrian, is that with all good intent, the Irish government and possibly other governments as well um, wanted to help the situation, but I don't think they gave it a great deal of thought. And, and I think as well, it just highlighted the fact that successive Irish go- governments haven't worked hard enough for their own. I do see it from the Irish point of view, I do. But the, but the bit that gets me is that people are blaming Ukrainians. Don't blame them. This isn't their fault. They will go wherever they're housed. They are not asking and, uh, to be housed. Absolutely. And, uh, no, I agree with you. The, the people in this particular estate would have just been placed in that estate as uh, somewhere to live. I agree, it's not exactly. their fault. And and the that's the argument, Katie. Don't be taking it out on the Ukrainians. No, I, I wouldn't want anybody taking it out on the Ukrainians. It's not their fault. They are fleeing a war-torn country. They're only looking for somewhere safe to go with their kids. Absolutely. I would not blame... But the government... As Marika said, there's two places you want to be protesting, and that's outside the government buildings. Marika, stay with me for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. We have a lot more calls in a second. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. Jess, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jess? Hi, how are you? Uh, good, thanks, Jess. What did you want to say on this? I very, feel very strongly about all of this, um, and I completely, 100% agree with the with the message that came in, um, and I couldn't completely understand that woman's frustration. Okay, so this is the message from Becca. She uh, is giving out yards about the fact yeah. that um, four houses in her estate have been uh, given to Ukrainian refugees, and she's uh, livid over it. <laughs> The, fa- the fact of the matter is, you know, uh, these people are guests in our country and they're being put mm-hmm. into somewhere to live. What's the problem here? So, obviously, I don't blame the Ukrainians whatsoever. They're going to take what they're given, of course. I blame the government 100%. Um, I think the problem here is that they are coming over here and they're being given homes. Now, I'm not saying don't help them. Jesus Christ, it's what they're going through was awful and they deserve every bit of help they can get. Um, but there's women that I know that have fled domestic violence relationships and they're being put into homeless accommodations with their children and they're waiting years for housing. Um, and I just don't understand how that is fair that they can come over here, be housed, and then the Irish are left waiting. They should be put at the bottom of the list like everybody else and treated the exact same. The bottom of the list. So our, our warm embrace of Ukrainians from a year and a half ago is gone now, is it? No, no, no. I what see what I think is okay. So if you're put on a waiting list um, in Ireland on the social housing list, and Jesus, now with the housing crisis, you're waiting a minimum of ten years to be housed. That's with children, and women and children be put into homeless accommodations, and they're being told to wait there. And as they're waiting, a lot of a lot of them actually end up doing the private renting scheme, which is HAP, because they don't want to be in these homeless accommodations because they are awful. 
um, and you're put onto HAP and you're you're given a, a set minimum wage or sorry a set uh, rent allowance and you're said to go out find yourself a private apartment uh, a private landlord to rent the apartment mm-hmm. and you're given that and I think that in this country the Ukraines should be coming over here being given the same scheme which is HAP being told okay you can come over here we'll help you out as much as we can we'll give you social welfare we'll give you medical cards um, and there's your HAP you go you find yourself a landlord and you can move in there and then those houses that are free that are being given to these Ukraines should be given to the people that have been on HAP for the last couple of years I think because, yeah I, I, because I agree with you Irish just... citizens we've been waiting for so many like I'm on I'm on HAP at the minute and when I well Jesus I don't begrudge anybody for getting a home but it upsets me that my children could be moved from A to B every couple of years. Like, you know, I've only put, I, was, I sat there on the comments earlier on my little boy started school this morning. Um, and God, I could I might be here next year. He might have to move to a different school. So why can't they give me one of those four houses and put that um, Ukrainian family into where into my HAP apartment where I'm living? Because as far as we're all aware... They're not here forever. So if they're no, not no, here and, forever, and, what, and they probably are short-term rent. But it is, so hang on, Jess. What what I'm hearing from you is um, it, it, the Ukrainians should be treated worse than you, basically. That's what, no, really what you're worse. saying. I didn't know it is. She's saying she's saying she's been on the housing list longer. Oh, yeah. So you are on the housing list, Jess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. So yeah. you've been waiting for a house longer. Surely it's first on, first off. It depends on the council area. It's not, it depends it's not on where you are. Of, no, Adrian, it's, it's all of Dublin. It's Dublin City Council. It's like, Dublin area right down. It's do, all of them. Do Ukrainian people coming, you know, on, in the in the houses, do they have to work or are they allowed to stay on social welfare? They are welfare? allowed to work. No, oh, they're no, allowed no, to work. do they have to? I don't know what you mean. Are they do allowed they to stay to on work? social welfare indefinitely? Most of them want well, to work. I imagine they'd have to I've find met, a job when they yeah, get over here. I have met countless of Ukrainians no, no, working but, here. You know, I, like an Irish person who doesn't want to work, I think if you're, you know, you, you should have to work. Now we're capable. speculating that the people in these houses aren't working. What no, a load no, of rubbish. No, I'm not speculating anything. I'm just saying that anybody coming into this country, anybody, not just Ukrainians, should have, to, Adrian, should have Adrian, to work. Don't Adrian, get anything God, for free. Adrian, God forbid tomorrow, if you were to lose your job, say, due to mental health or something, I don't know, and you lost your house, and you were left homeless. Are you telling me that you would be put into a homeless accommodation as a man on your own waiting to be housed and you know that there's Ukrainian refugees being housed? Would that annoy you as an Irish taxpayer? It might. It might annoy me. Of but course, I, it, it would. Of course it would. No, 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 it, 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 this, this conversation, though, this conversation is not about people just arriving into Dublin Airport without a passport no, it's about, it's um, about, and chancing their arm. This is about a group of people from a country that was invaded last Last year, we were all shocked at this invasion, and we said, "Come on over to Ireland." And now, what I'm but hearing is, saying yeah, you're, you, you, you're not really as welcome as you were a year ago. What's the problem? What's the problem of putting them into homeless accommodation? Yeah, well, that's where most of them are. But if it's good enough for Irish people, why is it not good enough for Ukrainians? Exactly. Nobody said it's not good exactly. enough. That's what people are saying. People say, "No, they need help." But so do Irish people. You're making it sound like everybody I know, here I know is saying, woman, "Turn around and send them I, home." Yeah. That's I know a woman that left a serious domestic violence relationship. A serious domestic violence relationship. And she's in a homeless accommodation. And she's not allowed to tell anybody where she's staying for the safety of herself and her kids. And she's left. She she actually was housed. She had to leave her house where she was living and she was put into a homeless accommodation. And she said that it makes her sick to think that 
there is refugees coming in and they're being given houses. That's not okay, uh, but, uh, but again, not I'm not, uh, for this conversation, I'm not talking about refugees as in... Um, Sorry, Ukrainians. People, yes, Ukrainians, Whatever specifically. about the other kind, Jesus, I, I, I don't have any time for any of them, but the Ukrainians, of course they need help. And I'm not, I'm not racist whatsoever. I think that the country that are helping them is amazing. And Jesus, many times I've gone past uh, the boxes for Ukrainians, always given the bit of change that I have. I think that helping them is the best thing. But what is the problem with treating them the way they, they treat Irish as well? I don't and, and this how. is what drives me mad. You can't ask a question or query anything and then yeah. you're a racist, xenophobe. Yeah, it's like, nothing got to do with yeah. nationality. I mean, they could be Polish. They could be fucking English. It doesn't matter. Yep. You come over to this country, you'd be treated like everybody else. Simple okay, out. stay there for one second if you can, please. Um, Anthony, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Anthony. I'm fuming that somebody comments that's been for a lot of what's been said here today on this topic, to be honest, fuming. Okay, why are you fuming? People who keep saying we should not be all refugees from Ukraine, like Becca, for example, who said the message, would even have the guts to go on air and say what she's been saying with that message. Does she and others in do they not see the newest? That the people are refugees? from Ukraine are fleeing war and genocide due to Russia's illegal invasion. They do not see what's happening. They don't get to for those who are fleeing the war where Anthony, nobody's saying, have been following. Nobody's saying don't talking. take them. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. Oh, Please, let me, let me right. keep talking. Please. They don't say what's happening where mass graves being found, where children being killed in missile strikes, where women and girls being raped by Russian troops. I mean, if Becca can name us, here's what she can do. She can move elsewhere. And the fact that people react to some of my comments on this on Facebook with laughter, it shows they think war and genocide is funny. Well, what Putin is doing. Has Putin, after all, he doesn't see Ukraine uh, as a country. Uh, uh, he, has said, he has said Ukraine is a country that has no right to exist in a separate country. Mm. Putin has said that. Okay, uh, uh, Katie, I think this is the bit that people are forgetting. Mm-hmm. That there are... Uh, and there have been countless examples of women and children being raped by Russian soldiers yeah. and mercenaries. It's horrific. Um, the, the bombings, the killings yeah. of people. Uh, we seem to have forgotten that now. Well, no. I... Where a year ago we were all really upset to see the country being invaded. And now that, um, that concern... Okay, I'm going to bring it back to one very simple point, and I shouldn't have to keep reiterating this, because really it's very simple. Nobody's saying let's not take them. We're just saying just have... No. leave them in hotels. Oh, well, it's good enough for the Irish... Leave them in hotels. It's good enough for the Irish. It's good enough for a family of five who can't make a make dinner because they don't have cooking facilities. Can't have friends over because they don't even have somewhere to bring their friends. I'm not saying that. No, like nobody that for said 10 years. Hang on for one second. Nobody's saying don't take them. The fact of the matter is that uh, we are we welcomed our Ukrainian refugees. We said we would uh, house them as quickly as possible. Now they are being housed in certain cases and people are saying, oh, no, 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 you're not to be housed. No, I think people just want it to be fair. Like those four houses, why not even give it to two Ukrainian families and two Irish people around the housing? Well, I don't know the, uh, no how many houses there was. Well, Th- that could have happened for all we know. In, in the, well, I know, I know of states it's happened in as well. So this is, this is happening all over the country. This is happening everywhere. But why not give the house, two houses, why not split the houses? Give two to Ukrainian families. How do you know that that's not happening? Well, 
just my this uh, woman's message. Uh, Anthony, uh, let me ask you then: uh, Can you understand why somebody might be? annoyed that four houses in a relatively new housing estate um, have been given to Ukrainians? No, because the only people who are not happy about that are just vile, far-right bigotry and listen to this information. Here, I'm getting a bottle of tequila, Anthony, and every time you say far-right, I'm taking a shot. I'm going to be pissed leaving here. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, because you have an opinion doesn't make you far-right. Look, look. Misinformation being spread. Yeah, people who are being heartless. They clearly don't see what's happening to the people of Ukraine in the war. Oh, I see on. what's happening. I see what's happening. I have no problem well, helping anyone. Absolutely. Well, well, Becca, well, Becca clearly doesn't the way what she was saying in her comment. But can you not Here's understand? Can you not understand, Anthony, why somebody who's no. in emergency accommodation? Let me finish the question. Why somebody who's in emergency accommodation for the past ten years almost? Can you not see why they would feel a little bit of resentment? Here's the the thing, the homeless crisis has been going on for over a decade, before the civil war in Syria started. So all these people who keep saying, oh, look after Owen, look after Owen, what have they done to help the homeless? Not a damn thing like that. What have you done to help? What have you done, done, What have you done? No, I'm asking Anthony. He's the one pointing fingers. What have you done, Anthony, for for, for refugees coming into this country? Money, giving money to... Charities. I have relatives who help with the homeless. I also have friends from college relatives who help with yourself, feeding the homeless every night in the WC centre. I often donate money to charity. Okay, That's so your, your point is, Anthony, that people need to stop begrudging um, the housing of Ukrainian refugees. Yes, and stop being so heartless. People who are fleeing war, Jeff. And yet, people are saying, you know, put them in hotel rooms. Who knows what horrors these people fleeing the war have seen? And why you put them in hotel Anthony, Anthony, hotel rooms have been okay for Irish families with young kids. For, for a long no, time Irish now. families have not been through what the people in Ukraine yes. are going through right now. And we know, know that they haven't we've come seen from the war. No, no, no. The okay. We've seen it. No, they haven't we've come from the war, it. but how do you know that they haven't lost their house to the most horrific circumstances? All I'm saying is, you know, there's two sides to this as well, and there are the sides of the Irish people who are still in hotel rooms while there are houses being handed out. Okay, Jess, uh, let me go back to you for one second. Um, yeah. What do you make of uh, what Anthony is saying? We need to be more welcoming um, and not begrudge somebody getting a house because they're Ukrainians. Okay, so a quick there with Anthony. Um, I became homeless, uh, Jesus, three years ago in August. Um, and we we had a house and we had a devastating house fire. If we hadn't have got out within the two minutes that we got out of, we would have burned alive in that house. The house went up in flames. And we ended up in homeless accommodation and we're on HAP now. And we still haven't been housed. What about my mental health? My baby was 12 weeks old. 12 weeks old, I had to bring a newborn out with smoke inhalation. Where's my, where's my house? Do you not have relatives you could stay with just for example, just after I that? did, but I had a baby and I was pregnant on my second. I couldn't live in a room with a baby, my partner, and have another baby in the bedroom. It's not suitable. So Anthony, what you're saying is Jess should have to go and stay in someone's bedroom or in sleeping on a couch so that yeah. a refugee coming into the country can have it. Feck off, would you? We yeah. have to. Feck yeah, off. Exactly. And Anthony, have- every time you come on here, it's far right, far right. It's not fucking far right. It's just common sense. They should be treated the way Irish are treated. It's fair. Anthony, you're going on there. You're going on there like we are outright saying that people shouldn't be helped. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course they should be helped. Listen, open your ears and listen. 
Like I, that's horrific. A fire with a small baby. I'm really sorry to hear yeah. you went through that. That's I yeah. can't even imagine. It was an electrical fault. Yeah. But that's what I just said to Anthony, and that brings back the point. He's talking about yeah. you know the mental traumas that these people have suffered. There's also people living in a, a homeless accommodation right now who has uh, who yeah. are also suffering severe mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, a lot of people that with mental health issues with medical cards are being put on waiting lists for years and years and years. No help there. Okay, can, can, no have thing. you any understanding, Anthony, as to the anger here, as to why people are annoyed? Really not. No. The government, the government has said we've taken a hundred thousand refugees. People who keep complaining, we have to take in that many refugees. I'm not, I'm not saying taking more than that. If we said we take a hundred thousand, take a hundred thousand. Then after that, the government should be... Okay, but, but, but that isn't, that isn't the, the issue. People don't seem to have an issue with Ukrainians being in the country. The issue well, some that pe- do, because I remember a year ago, when we were talking about this, there was one caller who I argued with who was saying, you know, send them all back. That's what one person was saying back then. And there are probably some people who still feel that way, but the, the point is most people are happy to have Ukrainians here. The issue, though, is the way in which they're being housed, and some people see them being housed in uh, better conditions than some Irish families. I have to ask a question. I'm getting really frustrated now because, Anthony, I'm sorry, but you're really pissing me off. I have to ask a question. We're, we're constantly hearing about this, how there's not a hou- enough houses being built. We're in a housing crisis. When is enough enough? Because there is only so much you can do to help people as well. What We're, we're bursting. We're bursting. When well, is enough government, enough? Our government said we take in 100 for the FG, so that time maybe we should take How it. many did they say they take? 100,000. And how, what are we at now? 80, I think. What's the bets it's going to go over? Way over. Well, the point it is, should just be 100 okay, uh, 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 There's a couple be. of things here. The majority of Ukrainians, I believe, want to go back to uh, their yeah, home country. So. They I don't want so. to stay no, here. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And hopefully this war will end sometime in the next year and uh, they can go back to their country and start to rebuild their country. Um, fingers crossed. So this isn't permanent. This isn't saying don't don't help them. This is that's saying... That's exactly why they, yeah, exactly exactly. Why they should be put into these Then places. why wouldn't you just put them into places because that are emergency? people are in homeless accommodation for five years. They're only here for a year or two, so what's the problem with that? Ireland, we are a small little country and we I, I believe we have done ourselves proud in what we've done in taking in Ukrainian refugees and refugees and asylum seekers from other country and countries and helping people. But there has to be a point where you say no, enough is enough. When we have people yeah. here that we can't even house who live in Ireland and are, you know, born and bred Ireland, I, I do, I have to ask the question, why is everybody else being helped? Could, yeah, could, Anthony imagine now, could Anthony imagine now tonight he goes to bed and he wakes up at 2 o'clock in the morning and his house is burning down and he finds himself homeless tomorrow? Could he go into homeless accommodation tomorrow and say, OK, well, I'll stay here for five years. I should just give them the house. They've been through more than me. Could he actually see himself doing that? Well, Anthony? What did she say? I couldn't really hear her. If you went to bed tonight and you woke up at 2 o'clock this morning with your house burning down and you ended up homeless tomorrow and the council said to you, OK, well, look, we'll help you, but put you in a homeless accommodation. Would you honestly say that you would say to a Ukrainian family, OK, look, you have that house down the road, I'll stay in a hotel for the next five years. Would you do that? I would just stay with family in that case, but it's not going to happen. And here's one thing I'll say. There are empty houses in my area. I would have no problem whatsoever with them going to refugees from Ukraine or fleeing war. What, what about going to Irish people, I don't Anthony. think so. What about going to Irish people? We have to help people from Ukraine. Okay, how many, how many Ukrainian They're lodgers do you have in your house, Anthony? My house is full up with relatives okay. at this point. There's no I'm sure you could make, make room for, to help the Ukrainians. There is none. 
You see, Anthony, what... There is room for refugees from Ukraine. Okay, yeah, what I'm hearing, though, from a lot of people is that, um, yes, by all means, take in Ukrainians, but we need to uh, treat them less fairly where it comes to housing. Now, Adrian, a question has just come in, a little bit besides the point, but it kind of comes back to what I said earlier, and it's from Dave. Um, and he, he has a point. Could you ask Anthony, does he think it's fair that people with cancer are being left waiting months and months for medical cards, yet a perfectly healthy person from Ukraine walks in and gets a PPS number and a medical card straight away? This happened to my wife. She only got it a month before she died with the help of a TD and we had to pay out of pocket for a lot of medication. That is absolutely disgusting. That turns my stomach. That's a completely separate but conversation. It all comes under the same thing. When is enough enough? Why are the Irish being forgotten? Well, we're trying so hard to help everybody else. I'm not saying don't help. That is dreadful. But don't that, do a big fuck what, you to, to everybody here. That is dreadful what happened to uh, Dave's wife. Absolutely it's, horrific. It's inexcusable. That's not the Somebody fault of a Ukrainian. It's not the no, fault of a Ukrainian. I don't think anybody's saying it's Ukrainian's all fault. The, it's the government's All this fault. conversation even is doing is creating a them and us with Ukrainian people. No, the government, yeah, the government are creating a them and us. And unfortunately, angers are spilling over into the wrong places where they shouldn't be spilling. The, you know what, guys? Next general election, vote with your feet. The, you know, that's all I can say. Don't when your politicians knock at your door, voice your concerns and tell them what you really think. Because yeah, we shouldn't be getting angry with the Ukrainians, but I can understand why there is a lot of anger. I mean that 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 shit there that annoys me. Do you know what I mean? She why wasn't this woman given a medical card? How much would that have cost the country for this woman who needed it? No, I agree with you. I have no card. issue with that. I agree it's disgraceful. But again, that's a completely separate conversation. Well, it's not a separate conversation. It okay, it's not about housing, but it still falls under the whole thing. Adrian, I know people who have had doctor's complaints and they don't go to the doctor no, because I know, they don't I, have I know the some myself. to I know do some it. Myself. How is that fair? Okay, let me bring in uh, some more of your opinions. Our number is 085-825-2626. If you would like to get involved in this conversation, this is key. Sorry, Adrian. Uh, just to hold you up on that one there. Videos are circulating about Ukraine and Hawaii. Hawaii is born to the fucking ground. In Ukraine, they're out partying. They're still going to the beach. The nightclubs are open. Where's the bombs falling on the place? Oh, yeah. It's in the east part, isn't it? That's been going on since 2014. Send them all fucking home. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Katie. Now, Neil has been in touch with us. Hey, please knock that fucking brain dead gobshite off. All you can say is fucking far away. I'd love to come on, but I can't come on. I'm too busy. Get him fucking off. He doesn't make sense in the show. Never makes fucking sense in the show. Cheers. All right, Neil. Neil's angry. Neil's angry. Simon, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Simon. I just think that, you know what? I just let them have it. I think they really need it. I mean, they're going through a lot. Like, you know, I think, I mean, for Irish people, a lot of them, a lot of them aren't fleeing war, you know. There are opportunities for them um, just like, like I mean there's all these fire right just causing trouble that's what's happening you know so when you hear the attitude that we've been hearing from a lot of people by all means welcome in the well in fact the last message that I played a moment ago uh, was saying send them all home um, what do you make of that attitude I just think that's shocking like I mean imagine I mean 
Irish people years ago, I mean, we fled when there was famine and all sorts in this country, went to America, built up America, built up England. I mean, how do you know there's not going to be people out there? industrious people. Simon, in your message that you sent us there a couple of minutes ago, you said Irish people don't even want houses. They want to just moan, fuck them, the hotel rooms are fine for them. I find that disgraceful. I find that disgraceful. Why why is it okay for Irish people, but it's not okay for any refugees coming into the country? Because like we're a culture of the grudgers. We're a culture we don't we never appreciate. But if you're in a hotel we room and we just want more. If you're in a hotel okay, room, okay. The one thing no that, I, the, that I want no to say is that uh, Ukrainians have the same rights in this country as every other European Union citizen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they may as well be exactly. in the European Union. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're entitled to everything that you are entitled to and I'm entitled to. And whether that be medical cards or uh, housing or whatever, they're as entitled <laughs> as as we are. No, I know, but to see Simon saying that Irish no, 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 are happy. Uh, uh, and no, they shouldn't uh, be mo- you, you, uh, He actually used the phrase Irish people need to stop moaning about living in ho- uh, hotels. At least they have a roof over their heads. At least they have a roof over their heads. Can you imagine what it's like going home and bathing, sleeping, eating in the same area? No, I'm, I'm sure it's terrific. And it we've actually be. done a podcast on, on exactly that. I'm sorry, um, but having a roof over your head and living in a hotel does not equate to having a home, Simon. If you get if you end up homeless in the morning, you're going to find a way of having somewhere to sleep, and you're going to find a few bob. You're not worried about getting your gas blown out of it. You're not worried about your children, your partners, everything being killed. Like in but fairness, it's I mean, not that people, easy for people. You make it sound like, oh, sure, I lost my home. Sure, go, go, just go and sleep down here. It's great. You, well, people, people have kids and they're living like this. They can't have friends over. Can you believe? Can you can you imagine how mentally torturing that is to live in a hotel yeah. room? That argument, I think, is mute about having friends over and that because the Ukrainians can't have that either. You know, half their friends are dead. That's a ridiculous comment. Seriously, no, his point Seriously, is, that his is point a ridiculous is we, comment. His point is, we have it bad. Ukrainians have it worse. No, they had to leave their exactly. country. But Simon, nobody is saying don't help them. This is the point here. Absolutely help help them if if they need help. Help them. You know, I, I think we've done ourselves proud, but at some point, you know, it has to stop. But you know what? I mean, a lot of a lot of this is coming down to bullying. They're, they're being bullied out of the country. Imagine you flee a country and you you go to another country just to get bullied. You don't go somewhere. I am concerned about the the narrative. The, the, the message that I played a, a couple of minutes ago uh, from uh, Keith. Let's just have a listen to the end of that message again. That's been going on since 2014. Send them all fucking home. Now that's what's happening here. That's the conversation that but is now happening. Needs to be directed at, if that's how he feels, he needs to direct it. Now, Keith, I, I, I wouldn't say Keith is walking up to Ukrainian people in the street and saying it. Now, to be fair, and he's entitled to his opinion. He, send them home. You don't agree with him. I don't agree with sending them all home either. To send them back to a war-torn country. But he is entitled to his opinion, and he's entitled to freedom of speech. I mean, does that does still exist? Walk? Do you work? Does, does Keith walk? That's a good question. I don't. Know. I don't know. I assume so. I don't know. A lot of them. Because a lot of them um, come over here, a lot of them have started walking, a lot of them are doing pretty good jobs and are very skilled. So I'm just wondering, I mean, I would tell them, like, it's in a car or something in the background. So I'm it doesn't matter, I certainly don't walks, agree with sending you know? them home, but I just have to ask My the My point is that even the very first message that we got, the conversation starter from Becca, uh, is all leading that direction. That's where this conversation is oh, going. Oh, stop, you're, you're what, you, the far right, the far right, the far right. No, people should be able to express an opinion without being told they're bullies or they're the far right or they're racist. Stay there for a second. I want to bring in uh, Kira. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Kira. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Kira. What did you want to say on this? 
Um, I, you know what, Adrian? I can see both sides of the argument. I'm Irish born and bred myself. Um, I've been from Killer to Coast for the last 10 years. I've been on the soup runs. I've had to stay out with my children. You name it, I've had to do it. But I think the conversation is wrong here. This should not be the conversation. The conversation should be, what are the powers that be doing? Why are they opening gates that are full already? I remember when the Ukrainians and others started to first come in and we realised that there wasn't going to be enough room. And people did. They raised their voices. They voiced their concerns. The council had something to say. Everybody who had a finger in it had something to say. Nobody listened. At this point, I think the only thing for everybody to do is to band together. Regardless of what your opinion is, let all of us get out together, whether you're Ukrainian, Irish, it doesn't matter. Let's get out. Let's start talking about the real issues here that we're all being basically... Oh, listen, anything that I see on the news nowadays, it's not news, it's fake. We're not being told the truth here, and we never have been. I feel so me- sorry me- meaning for the Ukrainians. What? Meaning what? Meaning, meaning that half of the resources that were, were put aside for Ukrainian people, whether you agree with me or not, Adrian, is, has been taken from Irish people. I'm not saying the Ukrainians don't deserve what they have, but we do too. So in order for this hatred and this bigotry to not be born and to stop where it is, people need to address the actual issue of is there enough for everybody? Is it time to close the border? Have we not done enough? I heard you say earlier that you don't agree with their, you don't believe that there's an opt-out option. Yes, there is, and we did refuse to use it. The government have not been honest with us from the start, and there, that's where the fault lies. Irish people are the most welcoming people. We really are. Everybody wants to help everybody really deep down. And people are getting pissed off. Okay, there, there are two, okay, there are two are different conversations hours, here. These houses have been, have been set aside for Irish people and now we're being told because our problems aren't big enough, we don't deserve them. I'm not saying... Okay, there, there, are two, there, there are two different conversations sorry, here. Let me finish, please. There has to be a system in which we do this to make it fair for everybody. And until that happens... This conversation is just going to get uglier and uglier okay. and uglier. Okay, there are two different conversations here. Uh, one is about people arriving into this country seeking international protection, uh, loads of them arriving without passports, all of that. That's one argument, uh, and I agree more needs to be done to stop people like that coming into this country. The Ukrainian refugees is a completely different conversation, and one Absolutely. that we, one that we as a nation a year ago, a year and a half ago, said yes, yes, we welcome them, we want them to come over here, we'll uh, we'll protect them from that bad man uh, Vladimir Putin. We will protect you here in Ireland. But now okay, that well, conversation, now that just, conversation just that is changing. Crisis, my 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 whole point there is, I don't think we were told. First of all, the amounts that were going to be coming in, where they were going to be put. Like, look at what the hotels even have been allowed to get away with. Okay, but, 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 but hang on. This was an emergency. This, this is no, something that, no, that no, happened after an invasion. But, but an emergency in, implies something is short-lived. And this is not short-lived. The repercussions of this are going to be felt. For example, I have a one-year-old beside me here at my foot. He is going to feel the repercussions of this because of how my life has gone. For the next however many years, something concrete and something provable and something that we can we can actually go to and see this is how this is supposed to be done and this is the, you know, and, and, and get a kind of a, a hierarchy even, if you will. I don't know the word, going. 
in order to keep everybody safe and to stop the bigotry that, that is coming. Because people, whether it's a lack of intelligence, whether it's ignorance, whether it's just that they don't know what's going on, that's not their fault. The government has not been forthcoming in either of these situations. Okay, but, but let's, uh, let's just deal. Let's deal with the uh, Ukrainian situation, the but Ukrainian refugees. But you keep separating the issues, but they're not. The government has not. They, been they, this is exactly Ukrainian what I just said. It either. all falls, falls under the same sorry, blanket. Uh, sorry. Adrian, if you want to believe that the government has been honest about what's going on in Ukraine, as, re- as regards, hang on, as regards, well, then your head is up your arse. No, 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 no. Hang on for one second. From the very start of the, inv- the uh, Ukrainian war, our government said we will welcome in Ukrainian refugees. They uh, talked about up to a hundred thousand, and Irish people were cool with that. Because of what yeah, was going Irish on. Irish people were killed, but, but, but now it's getting to the situation where Irish people are being overlooked. The people that are making these decisions are not living the lives that every Irish public person yeah. is living. Leo Radker doesn't need to worry. Up. They are the 1%. They have everything they need. They're shitting on us, Adrian, and with your attitude, you're allowing them to continue. No, I I'm talking about... Again, you, you, hang on, hang on for one second. You, you are lumping all this in together. And I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you, you would call somebody bigots or rage because we have an opinion. Be, we have uh, well, I certainly, uh, hang on, when I hear somebody like that message I played a minute ago, uh, talking about Ukrainians, agree, send them home. I'm trying to say, but Adrian, that's what I'm trying to say. The lack of information out there, the lack of, 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 of regard for everybody, and I don't just mean Irish people, I mean Ukrainians too. They have to be terrified too. But the lack of regard for everybody is just astounding. And the government are getting away with it because we're all turning on each other. When it's them, we should be taken to task. Look, I have to go. All right, go on. I, I, I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, no. I, I, can, I can hear that you have your hands full there. Again. All right, bye, 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 bye. I can hear she's got her hands full there. Uh, Dave has been in touch with us. Hey lads, uh, great show as usual. Can't come on, I'm in work, but I 100% agree with Katie there. Um, you need to, you need, this needs to kind of stop, you know what I mean? Like, there's Irish people now in hotels all over the shop, and people like, you know, Ukrainians. And let's be honest, it's not just Ukrainians. They're getting houses handed to them left, right, and centre. And every time Anthony comes on the dope, uh, everything is just, oh, it's just far white. You know, it's everything is far white. And whenever he's backed into a corner, he just abuses everybody and says that everything about is a far right. Like, fuck off, Anthony, will you? Okay, say it as it is. David, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, David? Hi, Adrian. Well, David, what did you want to say on this? I think that the Irish people are very heartless. I mean, they're obviously not looking at what's going on. They're watching it all the time on YouTube. Like, Ukraine is being blown to bits by these Russian terror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cities are flattened. People have to come here, you know? And like I said, a, a year and a half ago, we were all very welcoming. Literally, nobody is disputing yeah. that they have to come I, here. I'm Nobody's disputing all the time. that. There's no point looking at Sky News or any of rubbish. Look at it on YouTube. It's called Warthog Defence, and you see everything that's going on. I, I think the podcast name today should be changed to state the obvious. No, no, hang on for a second. I am hearing a change in the in our attitude to Ukrainians. I am. And you would be amongst that change no, if you I'm were not. somebody who was affected by it. How, yeah. how is that lady, Becca, who contacted us in the first place, how is she no, personally I'm, I'm affected? Think, hang on for one second. This lady... She's not affected, Adrian. She's not no, affected. She's not, she's she's not affected personally, but she, she sees that house. she's... Oh, a, she has a bomb on her house. She, Yeah, but she's probably, she a bomb out, her she's probably out at six o'clock every morning, not home till seven o'clock in the evening, and she's probably saying, well, why do I have to work so hard? No, 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 no. She has her house. 
She's a fortunate one. She bought her house in June. And then a few doors down, the council move in uh, Ukrainian refugees. How is that impacting on her life at all? It's not. But from what I got from her message was that she sees that people are being forgotten about in Ireland. But it doesn't affect her directly. It doesn't affect her at all. She has her house. Maybe people are upset by it. Let me ask you then, David. What what do you make of that attitude? um, I think it's very selfish. Just go and look after her. Don't worry about everyone. And do you mind me asking, uh, David, why is it that hotel rooms are good enough for Irish people but not good enough for Ukrainian refugees? Well, I don't know that though, but mm. I mean, if your family, the Ukrainians are coming here, as I said, they yeah. need to be looked after. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, no, 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 nobody's disputing that. But why Why should they. What's happening to the Ukrainians is the very same yeah. as what the German nationals are Yeah, it's horrific. It is horrific. But why is why are hotel rooms, if somebody can just. Well, here, let let, let me just re- read a message that's just come in to us, and it I says. Don't know that. Yeah, let me read this message. It says, um, if you had, a, had vast problems in your country and had to flee to another country, would that country's. Uh, problems be paramount in your mind? Of course not. Um, Ukrainian people don't want to be a burden. That's why they actively search for work and take up any job they can. They don't want charity. Mm. And an awful lot of Ukrainians who've, that have come to this country are working. Oh, I, I, Ukrainian fact, people, one working in this hotel. Polish people, Lithuanians, Afghans, they are the hardest. Any of, any of kind of those countries' people I've worked with, they are the hardest working people. And I'm not getting angry with them. I don't to personally take it out on them, the situation, but I do get get angry with the situation that the government is allowing, allowing to happen. That people are being left on housing lists for years and then houses that weren't available before are suddenly available. David, do you think this yeah, attitude Katie, is one of Katie, big forgery? Why is it that uh, it's Ukrainian drama? Why haven't you talked about all these other asylum seekers that are not... Oh, well, I, I would happily talk about them, yeah, but Adrian a, won't uh, let me get into no, any of that. No, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. This is specifically about They're Ukrainians. They're not coming from a war-torn country, you know? Hmm. An awful lot of them aren't, I agree. I think anybody who needs help should get help, but I don't think it yeah, should Ukrainian. be... But I don't think it should be throwing our own, saying fuck you to our own in the meantime. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. I'm pretty sure if you're living in... I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure if you're living in a hotel room looking out at somebody, a Ukrainian family getting a house and you've been on the the housing list for 15 years, I think you would feel like you were getting the two fingers. David, thank you for your call. I want to squeeze in uh, just one more uh, voice note. This is Eddie. If you come to Ireland from another country, regardless of what nationality, African, Muslim, Ukrainian... And you get housed before an Irish national who's been on the housing list 10, 12 years, you are getting preferential treatment. That's a fact. Now, it's not your fault. It's the government's. So the system is broken. And if these Ukrainians are going to, what we're led to believe, go home, well, then put them in the temporary accommodation. And when a house comes available, you move an Irish family in, that's their forever home, and their emergency accommodation is freed up, and a Ukrainian can have that. Because if you are a Ukrainian and you're fleeing bombs and war-torn country, someone says you can go to Ireland and live in a hotel, if your life's at risk, you'll fucking jump at that chance. All right, Eddie, thank you very much indeed for uh, your message. Interesting conversation, Katie, yes. but I do I do feel a change in the narrative mm-hmm. around Ukrainians in Ireland. And I think you would have a change in your narrative if you were, I don't know, I think somebody who was affected by homelessness. I don't know. I think you, I think you kind of live in your own little bubble. Everything luxurious and nice. You You're finished now? Born with a silver spoon in your mouth, I would say. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> 
thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Katie. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll be notified each and every time we upload a new episode. And if there's anything that you'd like us to debate, um, you can send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626 if there is anything that you would like to uh, bring up on the Opinions Matter podcast, please do get in touch with us. I'm Adrian, that lady is Katie. We'll catch you on the next one. Oh, 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 oh,